Hi there, welcome to Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. This is your host Carlos. I'm here today with our guest, Hiro. What up? <laughs> and today we're going to be covering some beers, a backpack, and potentially a good recommended barbecue for your home or everyday use, depending on how much you like to grill. Um, start off with today. I'm going to start off with round beer round one because uh, Hiro got me here started a little early. Oh, you know it's all right. So, uh, <laughs> first beer we're introducing today in our podcast is uh, Miami Three Hundred Five by MIA Beer Co. Uh, Miami Three Hundred Five is a light, crisp uh, session gold ale brewed with a touch of West Coast hops. Uh, the finish is dry and clean. Now, let's put into this podcast that none of these beers were provided to me by the brewery. I did go pick these up. Um, say they were not free beers. But by all means, let's give them a taste and let's see what we got. Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> sir. So just pouring the beer into the cup right off the bat, mm, I do smell, smell that nice crisp uh, scent to the beer. Um, its name definitely goes with its look. It is definitely a golden ale, uh, without a doubt. Um, uh, I don't think I've, I've ever pissed this gold. Uh but let me go, go ahead and put it here in front of the camera for you guys so you guys can have an idea of what we're looking at. Yeah, that's... that's uh, let me that's, back that's, this up because I'm way too close. <laughs> All right. Nice and gold. And that is the golden. MIA 305 Golden Ale. Now, as we taste it here, it's definitely it. a crisp... Ooh. It's got a crisp touch to it. It's crispy. Not crispy like Rice crispy. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, nah. a, it's definitely a refreshing beer. Definitely not as sweet either. No, it's not as nah. sweet as, as I thought it would be. Uh, but it's not bad. I, I could have this beer. I think I pretty much with any sort of burger, chicken. Definitely a burger. This, yeah, I think like a burger, burger, joint. burger and hot dog would be like the yeah. first two options. I would Fourth go of with. July, definitely. The, yeah, you have this, one this of is these. a Fourth of July scenario <laughs> beer. And again, MIA three hundred five is the name of this one. The MIA three hundred five Golden Ale. I feel like I should be having a cigarette with this too. <laughs> For some reason, I don't smoke cigarettes. I feel like I need one with it. <laughs> Maybe a cigar with it. <laughs> I'll join you on the drinking part of that equation. I am not a smoker though, so I wouldn't mind the smell of I do, I do a, like a cigar. cigar. Yeah, I don't mind. It, actually, this wouldn't be bad with a cigar. I would with probably like a, rather a be cigar. having this beer next to someone smoking a cigar than someone smoking a cigarette. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I felt yeah. like, <laughs> like, you know, Miami, because we got those 305 cigarettes. <laughs> 305 cigarettes? Oh, I see. You, get you, you, get a match, you get to match the beer to go with this pack of cigarettes? All right. Okay, I can see that. I can but see no, that. I, I definitely could have this with, with straight up a cigar. Nice mouth cigar. Uno de esto. A burger. When after you eat the burger. You're if you had to match this, though, to like a seafood dish, what would you go with? Seafood. Hmm. I think this would go good with like calamari. That's exactly what I had in my head. Was like you know a, a nice fried calamari, mm -hmm. and uh, having a this, this beer as a refresher right there by by the edge of the beach or the edge of the, you know mm -hmm. like a sandbar type scenario. Oh hell yeah, yes. I got Biscayne. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that not bad. I I think I would I would probably rebuy this beer and have this as a you know store in the fridge for when i'm probably going to grill something outside in the yard mm. 
So you have it right there next. Yeah, this is definitely good grilling beer. Mm-hmm. I do also like their design of the can. Uh, the can kind of matches our good old... It has that, that Vice City. M- that Vice, Miami <laughs> Vice type of uh, that's, 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 nightlife. That's actually what I'm doing to my car. Put it like a nice Vice City. Like it's, it's going to yeah. be that blue and pink. Oh, it's what's funny is that when great. I went to look up this beer, right, to get a little bit more information on it before we uh, started talking about it today, um, I couldn't find the beer at first because it seems like they just switched out the colors of the it's, can. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it was yellow and blue, apparently. So it was apparently yellow and blue. So when I was looking for a yellow and blue, a black and, you know, the, the Miami Vice type colors on their website, I was like, yo, where's where's this beer at? I can't find this beer. <laughs> Uh, and so then I went, I, I started going by the name and then once I saw the name, I was like, oh, this is the beer. And then I saw the dramatic change in, in design, um, between the former colors and the current colors. Now I, I do love the vice city color that definitely way better than that. I mean, and then they put the, and if you really look at the can detailed, it kind of represents, you know, the sunrise of downtown Miami. Yeah. Sunrise, sunset. Because you got the whole the, the yeah, you got the, the city line. building, the city line right there, and then oh, you got so the sunrise. That until like when you said that, yeah. Ooh. So I like that. I, not only did they put the Miami Vice type style into it, but they kind of put like the city view of it with the sun rising right behind it. So I think they definitely got creative on the on the design of the new can. They got a little fancy on this. <laughs> yeah. They confused me there for a second because I couldn't find their information, but. <laughs> Now we take a sip out of the can. See? Let me take a sip out of the can again, just so I can, you know, have another taste of the beer. You know, because like drinking from from a cup compared to the can does actually change a little bit, like the taste. But now I'm actually having it out of the can, like it, it's because it is a can. Like it gives right. it a little more, like, well, like kind of like a not tinge, like a tingle of like metal, like a little metal. Like, yeah, it gives a little little taste. But doesn't mean the, it's a bad thing. Tin like it, can. But that's also something you notice when you're drinking out of a bottle, right? Yeah. When you're drinking out, I of love bottle, drinking out of a bottle. I love drinking I out of a bottle. I think, and even better than that, if you want to make the equation even better, then ha- just taking it right out of tap. Yeah. Uh, when you're having draft, it's completely different. Yeah. Right? But the, you, you are right. When you are drinking out of a can, it does give it that little tin touch at the end there that's a part of the... bad sometimes, because like, some of the beers, I think like when you drink them out of a can, they they don't taste as bad as you would like i'm thinking this that's you can you can have them in 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 like a cup like we did right now but sometimes from the can directly because of that that metal taste like it actually adds to the flavor of it i don't know it sounds weird but like <laughs> some do like well to this one it's to this beer is not that bad to this beer, i kind of like it out of the can more <laughs> to this beer that can taste gives it a little pinch at the end that adds a different flavor to it and it doesn't really damage the the flavor of the beer overall I have tasted other beers though that that can flavor at the end completely nukes out the rest oh, of the yeah. beer. Oh yeah, that's something, and that's you're like, mm. and then at that point you just don't want to continue drinking what's remaining in the can because it's because like, that one they want you to drink it from the cup. Like you know that's it's, right. it's some making it's like yeah, you know we want you to pour it out. We want you to directly drink it. Some are like no, it's meant to like chill. You throw it into the into your cooler. You go to the beach. You pull it out. You take you drink from there because you're not pulling out of a cup at the beach unless you're 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 drinking like your rum mixed with something <laughs> you know right. like that's when you start pulling out the cups you're right you're right <laughs> but again this is the mia beer co uh 305 golden ale um 
beard here locally in Doral, Miami, Florida. Mijami. It does have, let me see, this is, for the flavor of it, I would have not thought it was only 5%. I would have thought it was a slight pinch over that. No, I could, I could taste it as 5%. 5% Because it doesn't have that. Because you know, they're, they're those sneaky ones that are over, like, like they'll be like 8 9%, 10%, but they don't taste like them. But they still taste a little higher. This one tastes, I feel like it tastes at the level of 5. Like, I don't, I, like, okay. I take a couple sips, like, I don't feel like I'm going to be like, woo, I'm going to throw this bottle right across someone's head. Like, nah, you know? nah, 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 we ain't there yet, bro. We ain't you know? there yet. Like, this is, this is like drinking those, like, no, it's, it's something you chill with, you relax with. You, you have a few of them, and you just stay tranquilito. You just stay there chilling like a villain. Mm-hmm. With a bit of tequerisi. Tequerisi. <laughs> Cogelo con tequerisi. Cogelo con tequerisi. Yeah, we're just, we're just straight up drinking this. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I can't I, put it I, down. I, I can't put it down. I actually liked it. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I haven't had this one in a minute. And, you know, if I was to look See, I've up, never had this one. So, it's a great surprise. <laughs> and if I was to look this surprise! up and, and see if I've ever tasted it before today... What would I have probably rated this the last time I tasted it? That's You're bringing up question. the untapped Apple app. Yeah, I'm apple. looking up the <laughs> untapped app here. A nice little app to have on your iPhone if you like uh, rating or logging beers that you've tasted. Um, I've been using this app now for about, um, I would say, three, four years. Yeah, you got me on that. I and have not tasted this beer before. Really? So this is a, a first tasting <laughs> here tonight. <laughs> In this scenario. You heard it here, folks. First tasting. Let's <laughs> take a little, little picture here of the MIA 305 <laughs> Golden Ale. We're going to go ahead and log this onto the untapped app. I really got to get better at using the app. That. All right. Again, peeps, I'm not sponsored in any way by Untapped or MIA Beer Co. Um, this is just a taste, enjoy, and uh, drink type <laughs> scenario. Um, <laughs> taste, enjoy, drink. But now that I have the app open, let me just give you guys a little uh, visual explanation of what the app may look like in case that you are interested. Um, the application does have a search bar as you open it up. You look up the beer you're tasting. Um, it'll then If it pops up immediately, it'll take you over to the beer. It'll show you its logo on the top left, followed by a potential photo window on the right where you can add a photo of the beer you're taking or tasting. Um, it gives you an area where you can put some brief comments. Um, so I'm going to put here, crisp, refreshing taste. Great for accompanying a burger or a hot dog. And how are you using that before, right? I have. That's why I keep, I keep forgetting to use it. Every time I always think of every time I drink, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it out right now. And then, you know, me, you see me drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I focus too much on the drink. <laughs> you're right. You're right. The drink and is... is a, and not to say, like, it's just, I just forget about it because I, I don't use my technology as much as I should be. I'm always like, I have my... I'll put on with my phone or I'll leave it on the table and then instead I'll grab the drink, I keep drinking it and then I won't remember till like, I'm done or I'm leaving. I'm like, crap, I forgot to take the photo of a beer. I forgot what boy, beer I had, which sucks. And then I'm I like... Mean, I, I've gone places with a wife and she looks at me and is like, what are you taking a photo of that can for? <laughs> Because I just tasted it here, and later on, if I remember, that again is if I remember, <laughs> I need to go onto the untapped app so I can put it on there. 
and I can rate what I thought about the beer if I remember what the beer even tasted like by the time we make it that far into the afternoon. Mm. Right. So um, on the app, it allows you to rate the beer by every 25%. So if it's a horrible beer, you can rate this beer 0.25 or you can rate it as high as a 5.0. Um, in this case scenario, in today's scenario with uh, 305... MIA 305, the Golden Ale, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a 3.75. That's not a bad one. Not I was thinking like 3.5, but 3.75, yeah. Um, and then it asks us serving style. So serving style here was out of a can. Um, location of purchase is the next option. It does ask you. Um, in this case scenario, I can say I got it at Total Wine because uh, that was where I picked this up at. Um, and then the next final on the bottom here is flavor profile, right? So it's light, mm. it's clean. It definitely has a sweet touch to it. Yeah, there is a slight little hoppy bit to it, also. But it's um, not too bad. That's what that's what I like. It's about. definitely not as hoppy as an IPA, but it does have a slight mm. hop, right? Which is, I guess, is what it gives it that that crisp, refreshing flavor. Yes. Right, and then it is definitely also a little fruity. I would say you you taste that little fruit flavor. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it hits you. For me, it hits me like about like the back of my tongue, a bit, like a little at the tip and a little at the back. All right, let's finish this check-in for uh, the MIA 305 Golden Ale. Through this app, guys, you also get some little minor award badges here and there. So just to keep your enthusiasm going with how to use the app. Um, but next on here, we're going to be moving over to a accessory of the day here for our outdoor section of the conversation. Um, accessory of the day here is the Rush 12 uh 24 liter backpack by 511 um the rush 12 is a everyday carry backpack uh i kind of use it for everyday work uh take my ipad in it my laptop if i'm on vacation i'll probably put my slr in there with maybe a medium size lens um and maybe a water bottle for out for a walk um it does have a rear uh pocket where you can put a hydration pack on the rear with the ability to pull the straw right out of the side over the sleeve. Um, it does have five different colors available, including the camo option. Um, it also has a molly webbing exterior so you can put attachments onto the backpack. It's got a front top zippered pocket so you can put something small like your cell phone or your keys. Um, on the very top, it has a fleece lined eyewear media pocket so you can put it in a pair of shades or a pair of glasses. Um, depending on which one of the two you may be using, supposing you have both. And then it does have a padded laptop sleeve with dual mesh pockets in the main compartment. So if you want to carry a laptop, but you want to have it a little slightly padded, you can slide the laptop right in, as well as having those uh, zippered pockets to put any chargers, wires, or accessories. Uh, behind the front compartment, you do have a hidden concealed carry weapon compartment. Um, where you can just grab on a little loop, pull it forward, and it opens up that main pocket where you can just go ahead and store away your concealed weapon. I love that. That that. I didn't I didn't know about that pocket honestly until one day out of curiosity, I grabbed on really? the little loop on behind the front pocket. And I was like, "What the heck is this for, bro?" Oh. And <laughs> I I grabbed on the loop and I just pulled back. But then it just popped. And I was like, like "Man, did I just rip a hole in this bag?" <laughs> That's what I was thinking in my head. And then I I kind of dug into it a little bit and I was like, "Wow, it so has it's like no." Crazy, like, exactly it's up here on the for front for me i got my little ppk so 
Again, mine's first generation. So for me, that pocket that I'm referring to is actually on my other backpack, not on this one. This ah, is generation okay. 1.0. Um, the one that's available now on the website, and that's why I'm talking about it, is the 2.0. Um, every other feature I've explained on there is common between the two as far as the molly webbing, the 24 liters, they're both the same size. The additional add-ons were the concealed weapon compartment on the front, as well as the uh, the laptop padded compartment on the inside, right? But the compartments on the inside as far as zippering up any wires or any accessories, that's also part of first generation, as well as the rear hydration compartment where you can put a water pack in there and just pull the straw right over the sleeve. So again, guys, that's the Rush 12 uh, 2.0 backpack 24 liter. That's kind of the one that we're talking about today. Um, but the one that I have here by my side is the first generation, not this 2.0. But if you do go on 511 tactical.com, you will see that the one they have on the website now is the Rush 12 2.0 backpack 24 liters. All right. All right, man. I think I'm ready for that second beer. You? I'm always ready for number two. <laughs> you always ready for number two? <laughs> number two, three, four, five. And we can keep going. <laughs> All right, so, so, so what do we have coming up? What's what's the next one? So next beer I brought here into the equation today, again, from the same beer company. So it's MIA Beer Co. Um, I chose their beer called Neon, like the neon colors, right? Neon. Because, you know, we got a bunch neon. of neon colors here in Miami. Um, <laughs> in every sense of that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you read on that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Tell me how you read on that. You said, I was like, yeah, it's like, uh, almost everywhere you go, there's always some time of freaking neon. <laughs> today alone, as it was, man, I was walking to the parking garage, and I'm I'm walking out the door uh, from work, and I passed by this lady wearing neon pink shirt. <laughs> so but You see me, sometimes I got some neon colors going on. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen, but, but hear me out, hear me out on this one. She's wearing a neon pink shirt. She's wearing some black wannabe, like, capri pants. Uh, Want to be Capri? Damn. Now yeah. I'm curious to see how this looks And like. then it's like these green shoes that looks like they were prepping for St. Patty's. Because it wasn't even a neon green. It was like good old like pink, black, green. Pink. Like neon pink, black. And some St. Patty green shoes on the bottom. But I don't know. You, where, where'd you get your fashion designer at, bro? Because <laughs> that, you got no color orientation set up here. Maybe it was laundry day. That's a, that's a bad yeah. Sure, we, we can go with that excuse. Just why not? <laughs> All right, let's pull out these uh, 16 ounce cans here for Neon IPA by MIA Beer Co. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. <laughs> so, for any of you that are uh, hearing it on the podcast, IPA, um, the uh, initials IPA stand for Indian Pale Ale. Um, HIPAA. Uh, no, it's not HIPAA. HIPAA is a different scenario. <laughs> All right. um, unless there's a it's sort of beer that you want to call Holy Indian Pale Ale, we can then bring HIPAA into holy the equation. Holy Indian Pale Ale. I'd love that. <laughs> wait, hey, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> it, it, if, you, if that's what you like, let me call up a, a priest so we can, you know. He'll bless it. Real he'll bless it real quick, quick. and then we can call this a HIPAA. <laughs> You know, we have a hippo. neon hippo. We don't have an IPA. But no, this we is, have a hippo now. <laughs> this is a again neon IPA by MIA Beer Co. Also located here in uh, Miami, Florida. Um, let's pour these into a cup so we can take a look at 
what color orientation may we be experiencing from this beer? Love that sound. Oof. <laughs> that opened up so much nicer than the first can. So just off the sound alone. Look at that. Oof. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Again, the first one we had was a golden ale. So as you take a look at the colors of this one, you can kind of take a visual aspect out of it. Um, it's got a much more yellowish tone to it. It's not as uh, goldy, golden orange as you saw in the first one. This one's more kind of like, what's the word? It, it, it feels like, I was, I was going to say musky, but that's a smell. But it's like, like it gives you like a marshy kind of feel. Like a, like a light marsh, like a golden marsh. <laughs> you can definitely smell the hops in it, though. It's, yeah. it's definitely a hoppier beer than the first one. Yeah, but one. the smell, it is musky. Like that. <laughs> Man, as long as the smell ain't musty. No, not musty. Musky. Musky. All right. <laughs> I didn't say musty. No one wants any musky. You didn't say husky neither, right? <laughs> no, not a... Because <laughs> then I, I don't want to be drinking beer with hairballs. Hus husky beer. <laughs> husky beer? All right. That, 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 that'll be our future brand. <laughs> hey, hey, you never know. You never know. All right, so Neon IPA is a 7.2 APV. It's a juicy, hoppy, citrusy uh, beer. A white IPA brewed with a Pilsner malt, white wheat, hopped exclusively with citra hops that yields a strong yet smooth floral and citrus aroma and flavor. Yes. They definitely have the aroma. The aroma is definitely there. Yeah, the, the floral and fruit, like you can definitely, like I felt like that's what like the whole, you see, now I was about to say musty because you said it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but the musky is, is probably the mixture of the fruit and floral. So it's like this is, it's, it's. I don't want to say it's overbearing in the sense that it knocks you out, but it's like it, it you smell it and it's very impactful. It's definitely. But it, not in a bad way. Like it's like, like ooh. Like, it's like a good, like, you know, someone got a good cologne on. Something that smells, like, you just smell it, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Now, come how back you feel about give the it taste, though? With the taste, hold on. See, I was, I was too busy smelling it. Right, right. The <laughs> smell, I think the smell, at least to me, in my opinion, and let's, um, over the last two years, I would say I've tasted almost over 160 different IPAs. Um, <laughs> due to the pandemic and everything Only. else we had in between. <laughs> Only. Um, but that's specifically just on IPAs. That doesn't mean that, you know, I've tasted already over 600 different beers i'm not an expert at beers but i i like i have pleasure in tasting the beers and trying to see what i taste a beer out of connoisseur a bit of a beer connoisseur as you can see um but the aroma that i'm getting out of this beer definitely gave me expectations that i feel weren't a hundred percent there when i tasted it you know? i don't even know why i did the whole lip smacking i apologize but with this one like it has so it has this like the way it kind of like disappears like cause you have a sip it's supposed to be an ipa but it doesn't smack you like most people don't like ipas because they always talk about it's too hoppy i like i don't like the aftertaste this one just kind of you drink it and it's just kind of you don't get that aftertaste as much it just kind of disappears in the back of your tongue it just goes kind of like i guess the best way is just to make a sound like it's like, well i i get, i definitely get what you're saying you're you're th describing the aftertaste Right, mm -hmm. because as you take the beer into your mouth, you have that intake taste, and then you have that breathe out taste. Mm -hmm. And if you get hoppy on both of them, then you know something happened wrong with that beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if you're able to go ahead and take it in, and you, 
and you feel that hoppiness only on the intake and not on the breathe out part on the exhale part it's not a bad ipa but it is that i definitely feel the hoppiness when i take it in <laughs> yeah your face just <laughs> like oh I, like see i don't i don't get the hoppiness like it's 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 just for me like it like it has hoppiness it's just not as strong and this is from the cup so we're drinking no, it from, from the, the cup, cup. Like, so now i'm going to taste it from the can and I'm going to see how different of a taste do I get from this juicy, hazy IPA from uh, MI Beer Co. called Neon. I mean, I kind of see the neon colors on the casing. I think they could. I, I think they could have smacked on a couple more colors. Yeah, the 305 can definitely just 305 definitely the black makes me. makes everything pop, and that's why the Vice City colors always look great. Or this will being white, blue, green orange like splattered it's neon but it, it i feel like black it should have been i feel like this is definitely a beer i would probably enjoy taking from the can and not from a cup mm-hmm. um can actually that, is that, a lot better. that tin that tin flavor actually helps out so i feel like the, the little tin flavor from so you know can. how i was talking about earlier that like hey look it doesn't i don't get that that aftertaste like it's just kind of like just just like, like right. kind of disappears when you drink it from the can definitely gives me that that aftertaste now like that i, I feel like the, the tin just adds to it like it's like but it's not a bad thing like e either way but it is now i think i feel like this is something i would also match up with some fried calamaris <laughs> maybe some fried shrimp Ooh, some shrimp i was thinking more like maybe a grilled shrimp you can do grilled shrimp too yeah some grilled shrimp Ooh, shrimp on the barbie yeah, <laughs> put them on a little wood stick. Mm. Put it right there on the barbecue. That oh, you're always making me hungry, man. Some shrimp kebab. <laughs> it's like hopefully we could maybe the next barbecue you talk about. Maybe I can we'll actually bring the dish <laughs> in for the next barbecue instead of <laughs> talking about what flavors you can compare it with. <laughs> um, I see Chin over here nodding his head. Chin's our our audio recorder on the other end here. <laughs> man with the master plan <laughs> the man behind the controls he's like when the heck are you gonna bring me a piece of your barbecue <laughs> he definitely agrees with that comment <laughs> yeah, yeah i saw him nodding that head he's he's, oh, he's waiting he's waiting for it <laughs> like what else do you get any other flavors out of this any extra like for me i feel like that aftertaste does kick in with the with the tin with it but do you get anything else from i think it? the the same floral aroma and the citrusy taste that i'm getting in it when i smell into the cup are kind of the same aftertaste that i'm experiencing after i drink it out of the can i don't feel like i was really experiencing that out of the cup after i drank it mm -hmm. it is definitely the aroma that i smelled though after we served it into the cup um but yeah. it wasn't the taste wasn't matching the aroma yeah and i feel like out of, out of the out of the can like that's the what you just said exactly how i was like let, what do you feel i was like because i was like when i was drinking it like gave me the aftertaste and then you really get that floral citrusy vibe coming out of it right and i feel like that's where the aftertaste was that's what i'm saying the aftertaste now kicking in with the can so i feel like if you're drinking it from from a cup like the way we were right now kind of loses some of it it flattens it out a bit not in a bad way but no, not as 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 
strong yeah. and as again, you drink it from the can directly. When we served it into the cup and you looked at the color of the beer, it doesn't look that dense really for an IPA. No. It, it looks, at first when I looked at it, it was like almost comparing it to a lager mm. as far as the color orientation. Yeah. Right. Again, it's not a lager though. No. It's an IPA <laughs> with a slight Don't hobby. You'll get a few loggers on here. <laughs> You'll get a few loggers on here eventually. There may be very few of them. Yes, I don't go, I don't deep dive that far into the logger family. Yeah. No. Well, I, I feel like we should. <laughs> we could, we could by all means. Um, but I, I feel like the loggers are as far as me enjoying a, a taste in a beer, there are not many loggers out there that I can say have that enjoyment of the flavor for me. Mm. They are definitely refreshers. That that's definitely what they are. And some loggers have an additional minor after kick to it that go great with whatever dish you may be eating mm-hmm. right but to me most of all the lagers are really light yeah yeah you know? they're, they're, they're light very light <laughs> if you like your beer light take this lager <laughs> sounds like you got a song going on there Hyrule. yeah I have I definitely got a song coming up though <laughs> All right, guys, while we transition here, um, let me give you guys a minor barbecue tip and trick um, as far as a barbecue recommendation. Just to let you know, um, this is where we're going to cook everything on. <laughs> this is what I have been using and abusing the crap out mm. of for the last four and a half years. You definitely have. <laughs> I would recommend this barbecue to pretty much anybody. Someone who's trying to get their you know barbecue interest started. Um, this gives you the best out of both sides of the world in the barbecue side. Um, you have it is called the Char Griller Fifty Fifty Series. It does come already with a pre uh, side stove, so you, if you have something you want to fry outside, like a good you know frying of a fish, you don't want your house to stink up for the rest of the afternoon. You can go ahead outside and you can activate that gas stove on the side and fry that fish outside and let the natural air take the scent. That's that's perfect. You know, right, people. Complain about right. fried fish. <laughs> you know it. And right to the left, right to the right of that, uh, is we are looking at the barbecue from the front, right? So typically the fryer or the gas stove itself is to the far left. Right to the right of that, you have the main gas chamber. So if you do want to do something quick, because you got friends or family coming over and you want to put a couple of chicken wings or a couple of chicken uh, drumsticks, chicken breasts, whatever it may be, or some steaks, you can just go ahead and activate the gas chamber and you can proceed forward with starting that up and you know cooking it out until they're ready to roll um now jumping to the right side of this barbecue we are now talking about the charcoal section this is my section the (laughs) wife the wife likes to use the gas section all right she needs something quick to get the thing rolling she activates the gas and she (laughs) she fries up whatever it is that she's gonna fry she uses the gas stove outside um but when it comes to actually barbecuing in my opinion it's wood and charcoal, 100%, mm. right? So now we're jumping over to the right side of the barbecue. And the right side of the barbecue, unless you buy the extension to it, which I also have on mine, it is the smoker extension, um, allowing just the one chamber to the right to become a dual chamber uh, where you put the wood and the charcoal to start up your fire to the extreme right on the small smoker section, right? You put nothing in the main section other than the food. The heat will transmit from the side section into the main section, giving you a barrel heat of about, you know, keeping a steady 280 to 320. 
and you can pretty much smoke anything in there for hours. Or if you really want to smoke it for hours, you try to maintain, the goal would be to maintain it between a 180 and a 240, maybe 220, depending on what you're trying to smoke, right? And if you get it to that temperature, then you just put the meat in there and you let it roll and you just got to maintain, maintain the fire rolling and keep the, the wood in the smoker. Um, as far as retail barbecue pricing for this uh, hardware, if you get it without the extension, it'll probably run you somewhere between 250 and 275. If you get it with the extension of the smoker on the far right, you're looking somewhere around 350 to 375. Right, um, and you can probably find this model at your nearest Home Depot, your nearest Lowe's. In some occasion, you may even see it at Costco if you have mm. a Costco near you. Um, that Costco discount, but it's definitely a nice barbecue to have in the backyard, giving you a little bit of both worlds. Um, as far as size, you're looking somewhere between four and a half feet to five feet if you have the smoker uh, attached. About four feet flat if you don't. In width, in height, it's about four feet tall. Um, so if you're someone that measures six foot and a half, it's a little on the lower. Six foot and a half. Hey, <laughs> we have big if, cookers out there. You got to be barbecues out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> little, little, little for everyone. <laughs> if it's, if you're somewhere on the average height, a lot. <laughs> um, it's not a bad height of a barbecue. Um, some barbecues out there are shorter than others, but this one has a decent height to it to fit the average need. Um, it's got a chamber in the bottom to put the gas tank for the left side of the barbecue being the gas side. Um, and then it's got a little rack for you to be able to put a bag of charcoal, whatever on that bottom area as well. Question. Right. Do so, you know the length of it? Length of it from left to right or yeah, length of it from to right. bottom to top? No, not L height length. Length from side to side, I would say is about four feet and a quarter. Okay. Okay. So it's not that bad. Actually, that's not bad. Yeah. No, I just want to see, you know, like the thing, uh, get an idea. Get the like thought, I, exactly. Dimensional ideas. Yeah. That's about four, four feet and a half to four okay, feet and a quarter. Good. So it, it's a good, like, okay. Yeah. It's not like your average Weber that. should be six, five, apparently. <laughs> it's not like your average Weber that would be uh, um, about 22 inches in diameter, 24 okay. inches in diameter. And on average, about four feet three and three quarters in tall in height. Okay. Um, they do all come matte black. So if you're looking for color options, uh, the char griller doesn't really make tr color options as, I feel like you should to be as a priority many color, color options to be honest. Plus, who the heck wants a white barbecue? Do you know how much yeah. cleaning? I just think about how much the cleaning would be if you, you had like just a white barbecue. makes the visual aspect of the barbecue nasty. Either stainless steel or black. As time goes along. <laughs> all right. So, uh, they all, they're mostly all matte black. Um, and they're again, they're available at your local Home Depot, Lowe's or, or Costco somewhere out there. All right. Now transitioning over here to the next beer. Yes. Yeah, so Cause now, I'm, I'm already ready for the next beer. Oh, oh, I'm always ready for the next beer. All right. Next Hi, beer here, here is here for the beer. <laughs> I don't know where I was looking for the beer for a second. I was looking over to my left and the coolest right in front of me. I think the beer is affecting us. Um, <laughs> Next beer here, also from MIA Beer Co. Um, and this, I would have to my say, favorite, favorite, favorite. is definitely one of my favorite beers from MIA Beer Company. Um, it is called the Tourist Trap. The name kind of goes with its side effects, I would say. 
right. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect name for this beer. They and, they really thought this out as they named it. Yes, I ain't gonna lie. Yes, and I love the color on it because just because it's orange, yellow, like it looks like with the whole mazy look on it, it it's telling you you're gonna get trapped because you, you're gonna be like, oh. And oof, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say some Wait, stuff if later. I'm not, if I'm but, not mistaken, you were the one that introduced me to this beer <laughs> on on a lunch one day, and uh, and as I tried this beer, it kind of I kind of sat back and reflected on other beers I had tasted prior to this, um, within the same uh, classification family. Um, this beer is a triple Belgian style beer, so a triple Belgian style ale. Um, it is called again the Tourist Trap. It is by MIA Beer Company. Um, it is a 10% APV beer. Mm, mm. I love the right? numbers. It's got a love fruity, spicy, yet strong uh, attitude, let's say. Mm-hmm. This triple is brewed with blonde malts and a touch of candy sugar. It's fermented with Belgium Abbey yeast strains that imports fruit and spice, yet soft well-rounded east esters keep talking dirty to me (laughs) this low hopped brew is easy and but i don't even know what that word is what on the oh on the palate my on the palate oh yeah it's brewed easy on the palate but this is how you know we deceptively are on the job <laughs> on the you already know i'm two beers in at this point guys yeah all right cheers this cheers. one there's a cheers this one this one for sure has a cheers to it and i think that this one is uh definitely on my top list of beers all right so we're gonna pour it into our cups see the beautiful beautiful coloring on this Now, I would have loved to have put you two cups right in front of you and kind of put the first beer we had. You want to put yours on the side? So we kind of could have... Let me put it on front of the camera here so you guys have an idea what I'm talking about. As let, I put this beer our, down... Our, our viewers see this. I know some of you are listening to the podcast, but... If I would have really compared the two beers at the beginning and not left this one for last, you guys would have looked at me and said... Didn't you already taste that beer? <laughs> because if I didn't know what I just served into the cup, I would have easily confused this with the MIA 305 Golden Ale yep, as, far as, exactly. as far as the color. Talking about golden, this right. right here. It definitely has a golden attitude to its look. It definitely has a very nice scent to it as you smell it. Mm. It's definitely got that slight fruit aroma that it describes in the description. Yeah. And so it definitely has I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like this I don't know about you. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to take I'm, this. I'm I'm definitely I was waiting. Cheers. It's got an amazing oh. aftertaste. It it definitely has this that candy sugar that it describes, right? Like Normally, I feel like I I probably had a what candy can I compare this? I, to? I normally the way I explain it to most people, it's like hey, it's like putting a caramel in your mouth. 
You're right. You're right. Like because like I, it, it has I ain't that steal smoothness that from it. I'll let you roll with that, that. Smooth caramel. Um, like it's 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 just keeps. Oh, it's a gift that keeps giving, and and it's amazing that a beer like this that looks like this. This is why it's called the tourist trap. It's it's sneaky. You look at it, you don't think it's gonna be as strong as it is. You don't think it's gonna taste the way it does, and then what happens is that you drink it, and you're like, oh yeah, that was great. Let me have another. And then most people that don't drink much, floor. <laughs> I mean, it. And it I have kinda, seen it. We uh, uh, we both seen it. I, uh, <laughs> I've had family sure. members that have drank this thing with me at family reunions, and they always have some, you know criticism to say about what beers i bring because i'm not bringing what they want and they, what they want is their typical hannigan their corona their no, uh, this is, you know this is, this is not your your basic their uh what's this other one that's very common i'm missing out on right now i'm having a break corona no. no you said reset you said hannigan corona or bud light stella stella i do love me a stella don't, don't give me a stella with food I do. I do enjoy having a Stella. Out of those with some, three, some, some you food. are right. I would probably go for the Stella. Before I, I, I'll, any I'll put of the Stella above those because yeah. I would. I would rather get a Stella. But than as any far of the as the ones. expectation in a Latin family, that is what is being yeah. expected of me to bring as a. I'm companion. glad I'm Dominican because we get to have presidentes. <laughs> Bro, that's a whole different. Hey, beer hey, hey, I got. <laughs> oh, we gotta have another conversation. <laughs> We're gonna have another conversation over that beer because that beer, to me. If you're gonna give me that beer, it better be from DR. Don't <laughs> don't give true. me this don't give true. me that presidente version that you get here in Miami. You're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. That and we'll, that we'll also, hold this conversation for later. But yeah. Oh, I've, uh, I've already unless you got like family that can import that for us for an episode. Pablo, I'll, I'll, I'll ask a couple people yeah. like, yo, send us a couple a couple facts. <laughs> I know that, and that we'll, also we'll have that's the same the story. And then you know, couple personally, because you're right. You're right. I'll teach you how to make un frío. Un frío. <laughs> now I'm curious. So what is un frío? Oh, it's. We'll have this conversation. We'll have this conversation offline. Offline. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, but if I really had to think back about this beer, there's oh. very few beers in my list that I would probably compare to how much I enjoy that one. All right. Yeah. This is. This is. I would have said this would be a beer that. I'm glad we're starting your show with this. Definitely would have loved to have it like maybe like 50 episodes in just to just really. I mean, I we, could. Like we should come back. Just come back. To I it. think just that what, so what we could do down the road, 50 episodes in, if we make it to 50 episodes in and knock on wood, hopefully we do. Um, but, you know, maybe we can pull back and say, what beers after the last few episodes have we've really enjoyed the most out of? And then let's bring all those. This This has been. Or at least three of those top rated beers into a single episode so you critique all three of your top rated beers of mm. the ones you enjoy this one it's I, tourist trap has just been i would say just such a top for me because i've been drinking for so long and <laughs> this one has just always just never has let me down it it has always been very consistent delicious fresh very crisp I love that little caramel kind of taste that you get out of it. It's it's it has it's the full package. It's strong. It's not, but it's not strong in the sense that it's overpowering. Okay, 
because you you don't really taste it. It's like oh, you could you could drink it quickly because you know some people that don't know that's that's the whole that's the whole reason they fall over the floor. They're like You're oh, right. they, they right. could drink it like they could drink a Corona or drink a now, Heineken. Don't get me wrong, bro. I've had that same experience myself. Yeah, <laughs> we have you know another. We all have. Let's we be all real. we all have had that 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 one moment where you tasted a beer and you liked it a whole lot, and not knowing the concept behind identifying different categories of beers and knowing the different tiers of of alcohol levels per classification of beer can easily confuse someone that doesn't have a familiarity with what kind of beer they're tasting yeah. or drinking. So if they actually like the beer and they're one, two, three beers in, in a standard gathering and they don't know what kind of beer it is, it can either be one of two things. Either you chilling and you a little happy mm-hmm. or you just got kicked in the rear <laughs> and you can't properly stand up without leaning on something. This, this, this will give you both of those feelings. If right. you're a normal drinker, You'd be the first. If you're not, you're gonna be the last. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Oh, now out of the can. It different definitely adds more bite to it. It definitely yes, you're right on that. Like it does. I definitely it, feel it, it makes it more dangerous. Like actually, like now you can test taste the danger of it having it out of the the can directly. Not as bad because it's still it's still smoother than most drinks. But it you still taste for a such like, a high hmm, classification of a beer in a can. I still think that out of a can, it is a smooth tasting beer. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's still smooth. A, Very a smooth tasting beer, but the warning comes out. The warning, the warning is there. The warning's on the front of the label. The warning, <laughs> the warning know. is it hits your lips and it's just like, hey, hey, back palate. Just so you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not easy over here. I'm a, right. I'm a little powerful, my friend. <laughs> and then again, you know, peeps, there's there's beers out there that are even higher than this, right? As far oh, as oh yeah, very much. Um, APV level per serving. But I say most um, don't 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 have the smoothness of this, like because you know me, I I'm always right. looking after that high APV. <laughs> All right. Oh, so am I. But, but like it, when you when you get high, normally it's, you can taste it. You can taste it. You know what you're drinking. Yes. This very tricky. This one is tricky though. And there are others out there that I've had that are as high as this one, if not right on almost the same line. Mm-hmm. And they're tricky because they have that sweet floral mm. and candy taste to it. That sugar taste. Exactly. That and sweetness. That's, that's what makes it tricky. <laughs> I mean, there was one that I tasted once and I will not forget that day. It was higher than this one as far as APV levels. The wife was sitting right next to me, and as I went, got up to throw away the bottle, mm-hmm. I had to recalibrate before the next step. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's that's to know you. you so you know, you're doing it right. You do it right. <laughs> and and the flavor wasn't as smooth as this one. Honestly, this one has a very smooth taste to it. Again, we're talking here about the tourist trap. It's a Belgian style triple by MIA Beer Co. Um, locally here in Miami. MIA. MIA. <laughs> I am curious of the design, though, man. I would like to d- probably dig further into the design of the can and understand That's why. What I was talking about earlier, you know, you got that little maze going around it. That's, that's exactly the yellow what I was trying to figure out. No, that's exactly what it is. That's that. That's what I was saying. It's like they. It's so you know is it a legit getting. maze? Can you actually draw your finger through this? No, no, no. I've never done that. Now you got me. I don't now, think you can. And I don't because... know if it's the beer that's taking effect over my brain right now, but I'm trying to figure out: is this an actual maze on the can? No, I think it. It, it looks like slightly repeating pattern on it yeah you're right it is a slightly repeating pattern 
but it did have me there for a but second. It's not bad. Like, you know, maybe if I was two, because I always, always took it as a maze anyway. And maybe if I was two, three cans in, it would be definitely looking ah, like. Ah, where's the exit on I this could, man? I've been drawing my finger. Three, back. You're already grabbing a, a sharpie, trying to go through <laughs> the try, trying to go through the maze that does not exist. <laughs> it's no. like, sir, you cannot leave this can. <laughs> We're gonna have to throw this out, sir. <laughs> oh man. But again, peeps, just to repeat the three names of the three beers covered on today's episode, they are all from the same uh, beer company, mm-hmm. which is MIA Beer Co. or Beer Company. They're located in Doral, Florida. A local brewery in Miami. A local brewery here in Miami. Um, we went over 305 Golden Ale. Mm. Um, we went over the Neon IPA by, again, same company. Um, and then last but not least, we jumped into the tourist trap, jumping mm. into the darker the ale kiss. family, the triple <laughs> Belgian style, triple ale, having first one being the 305 golden ale, having a 5% APV. Second one being the neon IPA, having a 7.2 APV. And last but not least, the tourist trap having a 10% APV. I, I love how, how it just leveled like this. Oh, yeah. Goes, I did that five, intentionally. Seven, I, I, start, I started you off in the bottom. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the... Uh, As it should be, know. to be honest, they get someone to the high It's level. like the seller reception bars. <laughs> you just got to keep on going higher. Yeah. But I think, unless you got anything else you want to say about that beer, Harold. It's lovely. It's lovely. Everyone try it. Everyone should try this beer yeah. out at least once. If you don't like it. You don't like it. You don't like it. To be honest. I, this would it's like for for a high APV beer. This is one that I would I would say most people would like, and most people won't don't like. At least like 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 high APV. Like if you notice, most people drink them, they're like, mm, uh. but this is one that even I've I've brought to newcomers because they don't like tastes of most beers and stuff. I'm like, hold on, let me get you this one, and they taste it, and they're like, oh, this is really good. And I always warn them, be careful, don't drink that too fast. <laughs> But it's one that that definitely gets most people into into that 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 realm, that high realm. It's like, hey, the, look, yeah, there, there, there's a, a lot of possibilities in there, and it opens up interest in them into trying different beers that they haven't tried before, right? Because everyone is so mm-hmm. accustomed to trying the same typical beers over and over again at family reunions, the beers that you can find at pretty much any supermarket mm-hmm. or any grocery store you go to, right? Um, versus some of these are slightly a little bit more unique, so you either have to go to the brewery themselves. Or you can go to somewhere that sells a selection of beers mm-hmm. around say, not only yourself. some local supermarket. Well, for us, this local supermarkets actually sell some of these. Right. Or we have to go to like Total Wine, which is, you know, specialty, like supermarket of, of beers and wines and other spirits. And alcohols and everything else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but again, that's why we called it, you know, outdoors, brews and barbecue, right? Because mm-hmm. we're not just going to be focusing here on beers, guys. We're going to be. Mm-hmm. Bringing in a little bit of everything as we go Beer, down. Beer's this. a good amount of it. Beer's a good portion <laughs> of it because I love my beers. But every now and then, you know, you, you gotta you gotta change over to a bourbon here and there, or a whiskey yeah. here and there, or maybe you know some moonshine if you want to go hardcore. <laughs> oh, I love me a little moonshine. A little moonshine's always good. <laughs> and every now and then, you know, let's get a little fruity with cocktails. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't mind getting look, a little fruity with cocktails. Drinking. I feel like everyone should, uh, should enjoy I, themselves. I know the wife makes some crazy fruity cocktails amazing concoctions mess you up real fast (laughs) oh Uh, i know personally yep 
All right. Well, all right, guys. I think that's uh, that's it for round one today. Thanks for uh, joining us here at Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. Until the next one. Take care.